Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Hello once again, it's Growing in Grace, I'm Joel the Breeze Man, and over there it's Cap. Mike Kapler in our Growing in Grace program. Just a little 15-minute chat here as we talk about the wonders of of God's love and of His grace. And hopefully, you know, our, our aim here is not just to be, you know, two guys just talking about nothing. But we do have a purpose here, Cap. <laughs> That's to encourage people as they get their hearts established in God's grace and in His love we need this uh, constant encouragement in the body of Christ. We need to do this uh, to provide the encouragement for each other because so many times we'll learn some things and then we'll kind of lose it. It gets lost somewhere in our in our minds. And then someone else says something and, and brings it all back and, and we're encouraged again. And, and we find our freedom in the, in the truth of what God has done for us through his son, Jesus Christ. So that's our purpose here, encouragement and freedom. We hope that that's what you find when you listen to us. Well, I've enjoyed uh, these programs recently, especially talking about the law, Joel, and how we're freed from it, because this just totally, hopefully, is destroying a mindset that many of our listeners have probably had through things that they've been taught in church circles or religious circles of some kind, and and walking through sort of a, a bondage, if you will, walking through a life that isn't necessarily all that joyful, even though they've come to know salvation through Jesus Christ, they haven't really come to know who they are in Jesus Christ. And and there's just so much to talk about. I, I sort of feel like we're we're surgeons just slowly trying to remove a little bit of shrapnel at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm doing the same for myself. Even doing these programs helps me to talk about the, the goodness of God, the grace of God, the freedom from the law, the wonderful mercies and unconditional love that he has for us. I need that to penetrate me in my own heart and mind more and more and and being able to talk like this and interact with our listeners as well that that's really helpful to me you know there's a really popular scripture out there at least i've heard it a lot over the years and it's in romans chapter 8 verse 1 we've been talking a lot in romans here recently there is uh, i know remember paul is picking up on a point from other things he's been saying and and you can catch the last couple of programs to hear what we've been talking about but he says there is now therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. We've been talking about how we're free from the law. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. This is incredible stuff here that we're going to be talking about today. Really incredible stuff. I know for for many, many years, when I would hear the phrase that Paul says here, who did no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, that phrase right there really messed me up. I thought, okay, there's no condemnation, and and I thought, only if I don't walk according to the flesh. And to me, that meant only if I don't sin, only if I stop doing all those fleshly, sinful things, and instead start walking according to the Spirit, which I thought meant doing right. But when we, man, when we look at this stuff in the context of what Paul has been leading up to, kind of what we've been talking about for the last few weeks, we understand things from a totally different point of view. And I'll just say, you know, walking according to the flesh, 
that that doesn't mean that you're doing everything that's wrong. It just means that you're trusting in your own efforts to live the life. It means that you you are walking in uh, the power of your own flesh. And according to the Spirit means that you're walking according to God's grace. You're walking in trust, uh, you're trusting in God, you're resting in Him. So there's no condemnation uh, for those who have made this conscious decision and, and in fact, who have... This really, it's a decision to believe. It's for those who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and who have been born again. We're no longer walking according to the flesh, but we're walking according to the Spirit because we're in Christ. Well, you've got a passage of Scripture there, Joel, that that talks about the ministry of death. I, I had never heard of the ministry of death for many years in my Christian life. I'd, it almost sounds like an oxymoron. What is the ministry of death? I don't under, I don't get that. Well, the ministry, <laughs> the ministry of death again is something that used to confuse me. And again, in that in that uh, verse that you just brought up, Romans eight two, so this, the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. And then I turn over to Second Corinthians three, and and Paul says something about the ministry of death. He says, if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because the glory uh, because of the glory of his countenance and he goes on and he says well how will the ministry of the spirit not be more glorious for if the ministry of condemnation had glory the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory so much is said here so much is worthy uh, spending at least a little bit of time on the ministry of death written and engraved on stones. Well, what was written and engraved on stones, Cap? I mean, did back in those days they just have a bunch of books where people were writing and stuff on stones? <laughs> or, or well, was, I'll tell you what goes through my mind. Something specific. Uh, Charlton Heston hiding behind a burning bush. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> in the Ten Commandments. Yeah, for those who haven't seen the movie. But, uh, of course, that's what you're talking about. The, the Ten Commandments... Paul refers to them as the ministry of death and condemnation. That's right. That's and so when we talk about you know, Romans eight, you know, one and two, we talk about the ministry of death. We're talking about the Ten Commandments, and and really what what Paul what the Paul says here in Second Corinthians three is that that old ministry it was a glorious ministry. God had it there for a purpose, but this new ministry of the Spirit, which is all it has everything to do with trusting in Christ and with having been made new creations because we've simply believed. We're now made alive together with Christ because we've believed. This is the ministry that we're now under. So we had to get out of that ministry of death and that ministry of condemnation. That's what the law was. That's that's really what the law's purpose was. It was to, it was to bring the ministry of death that would kill us. Uh, that would make us, that would declare us guilty, that would condemn us, and we had to get out of that, and we had to uh, be raised again into another ministry, the ministry of the Spirit, which is really based upon life in Christ. Yeah, and like what we talked about last week, when we were when we were married to Mr. Law, who was perfect and demanded the same from us, that we follow all those rules, but we were unable to, which made the marriage horrible. This is where we're at right now. You're, you're no longer bound to those anymore. You've come into a new marriage because you died and you've been married to Christ. You're no longer bound to those rules anymore. You're no longer bound 
to try and, and maintain a, a certain standard that you were not able to keep any longer. Yeah, and we're going to get into Galatians uh, Galatians 4 here, but just real quick, a, a little sidestep that has to do with some of the stuff we, we've we been talking about. Romans, or, uh, Hebrews 8, or Hebrews 7, 18, just a quick little verse here. The, the writer of Hebrews, the whole point in that whole book is that the ministry of Christ is superior and that uh, the old covenant had to be done away with. And so he says here, for on the one hand, there is an annulling of the former commandment. He's talking about the law. Because of its weakness and unprofitableness, <laughs> for the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is the bringing of a better hope through which we draw near to God. So he's contrasting here in this, in this uh, little couple verses here, Hebrews seven eighteen and 19. The former commandment, the law that was weak and unprofitable, it made nothing perfect. But on the other hand, the bringing of a better hope. Jesus Christ, uh, through which we draw near to God. And that, that kind of brings us, you know, all this talk about mi- the ministry of death and condemnation, bondage, brings us up to um, some things I think that you have to bring out for us out of uh, Galatians 4, Cap. Yeah, I'm not sure how much time we'll, we'll have for this, Joel, but let's t- take a look at something that Paul said in, in Galatians. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons. The one son he had by a a bondwoman, a slave. Uh, The other by a a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh. And he was of the free woman through through promise, uh, which things are symbolic. For these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage, which is Hagar, for this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. So to summarize this passage here, Joel, he's talking about Sarah and he's talking about Hagar. Sarah uh, giving birth to the child of promise. Hagar giving birth to the child uh, according to the flesh. But something here that is being pointed out by Paul is that the law brings bondage. Did you know that? Now, I'm not just, you know, there, there are over 600 laws. A lot of people, when they think of commandments, they think of the top ten. The Ten Commandments, which we were just talking about, Paul called them the ministry of death. The, those commandments written in stone, the ministry of condemnation. Here he says the same thing. Let's, let's take a look real quick here. We had three sets of laws, over 600 of them, not just 10, but over 600. And we know about the top 10 that were written in stone that Paul already called the ministry of death. We had dietary laws that the Jews followed, and they were strict laws. Uh, we had the sacrificial laws, where, where you know you would, you would bring animal sacrifices to, to, to atone for your sin. And, and then we had the moral laws. Paul actually points out, out of those three sets of laws, you know the one that he points out? The one from Mount Sinai. The, the commandments he called bondage. And we've been delivered from them. It, that's what the whole ministry of Jesus was about, was delivering us from bondage and making us free. If you get any, if you've gotten anything out of the what we've been talking about the last few weeks, you know where we've been contrasting the law, which was the ministry of death and condemnation and bondage, and the ministry of Jesus, which was the ministry of freedom. It's it's really what made us free. So really, if we if you get anything out of this, that's what we we really hope to bring out that the law 
has really nothing to do with the life of the Christian. The law was good and holy, but it brought bondage. And the reason it brought bondage is because there was nothing that it could do to make us live up to its requirements. And so instead of God making us try to do that, he put us on the cross with Christ and killed us so that we could be out of this bondage. But just really let that soak in when you're thinking about the law. You know, these two covenants, the one for Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage, and the other one, which is uh, a ministry of freedom. That's the ministry that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's bondage yeah, and, or and freedom. Joel, if, if I can real quick, what's really sad about this is some of the, the, the first things that we're teaching kids in church is the ministry of death. Yeah. What's, what's the first thing we teach kids in Sunday school? Mm-hmm. The Ten Commandments. And, and trying to keep them. And, and that is absolutely sending them in the wrong direction from the start. And that's why we're talking about what we are today. And, and yes, yeah, so Cap, as, as we talk about all this stuff, the, the question's bound to come up in some people's minds. You know, what about all this? Okay, you're talking about we're not under the law anymore. And so what exactly is it that's going to motivate a person to even live the Christian life? I mean, if, if we're not under the law, isn't it just a big possibility that people are just going to go out and sin and just do whatever they want. Well, we're going to get into that in our next program. We'll talk about exactly what it is that motivates us and really what is the power to live the Christian life. So stay tuned for that next week on Growing in Grace. In the meantime, check out uh, past archives of our program at graceroots.org, and we look forward to being with you again. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.